return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. On here. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to preach good news. And welcome to everyone who is out tonight, and especially welcome Holy Spirit. Oh, we welcome you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The message that tonight that the Lord gave me is about breakthrough. And he is the God of the breakthrough. So um, I'm actually going to open up with one of my favorite scriptures from 2 Samuel. And um, I'm just going to touch on this as far as they're doing a little thing back there that we're going to see if we can pull up. So, um, but in 2 Samuel 22 and verse 1, I want to begin with just this portion of Scripture and then um, invoke His presence even more, just to break through. Oh, God of the breakthrough. David spoke to the Lord the words of this song on the day when the Lord delivered him from the hands of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. Verse 2 says, The Lord is my rock. He is my fortress in the wilderness. The Lord is my deliverer. My rock, my God, in him will I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold and my refuge. My Savior. God, you save me from violence. And I'd like you to drop down to verse 30. This verse says, for by you, he was facing a lot of enemies, for by you, I run through a troop. It says, by my God, I leap over walls. Amen, Annie? (laughs) So we're going to study this scripture tonight and um, just declare the God of the breakthrough for areas in our life. I, I know every one of us have areas that we want to see a breakthrough. We want to see God come through for us. Amen. And I thought it would be fun. Is, do you think that's good to go? I thought it would be fun to be inspired by a five-year-old to start with. <laughs> How many know that children inspire us? Amen. But I caught this, uh, this, this little boy praying on YouTube. And um, on... Okay. And so... But let's let, go ahead and listen to him, and then we'll pray together as well. Let us pray. I decree and declare, God, you granted the children supernatural strength and ability to fight, and good fight of faith. I decree and declare they are qualified to share in Jesus' inheritance. I decree and declare they are reconciled to God. I decree and declare they are firmly rooted, built up, and established in the faith. I decree and declare they are restored of great wealth. I decree and declare they are in the bounds of the for Christ, the light of the world. 
for your word. You've sent your word, O oh God, and you have healed us, God. You have sent your word, O oh God. You have delivered us, God. By my God, I run through a troop. By my God, I leap over a wall. Hallelujah. By my God, I'm energized. Hallelujah. By my God, my youth is renewed. Hallelujah. By my God, I'm strong. By my God, I'm whole. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 God of the breakthrough, we thank you for one of your names tonight, being a God of the breakthrough. God, we thank you for the anointing tonight, that you alone are God, and you are the one who breaks through every troop. By our God, we shall leap over walls, and by our God, we will say to every mountain that's in our way, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and it shall be done. God, we thank you for an anointing tonight of breakthroughs whether it's in the physical realm, something physically, something spiritually, something emotionally, that there will be breakthroughs tonight that take place because of the power that is in your name, Jesus. We reverence your holy presence. We thank you, Lord, for the power of your word. God, thank you that your word enlightens us, that you've opened up our eyes, that we can see that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that we can see that in God we are strong, that we can see that in our God we are the head and not the tail. We are above only and not beneath, that in our God that we overcome, and in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. We thank you for the anointing, God, that you placed on your people, that you have put a hedge of protection around your people, around everyone here tonight, that we have run into your name, God, and we are safe. For your name, oh God, is a high tower. We run into your name, and we have found safety. We have found that peace. We have found that calm. You've calmed the storms in our life. God, we thank you tonight for miracles in our midst, that people's bodies are being healed as the word goes forth, that you touch people. Thank you, Jesus, for opening people's ears in the spirit, but also in the natural, for healing ears tonight in the name that is above all names, the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for carrying away all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. With your stripes, we are whole. We are healed. We are complete in our God. God, we thank you for peace in our thought life, and thank you for the amazing word that we heard this morning, that you calm us down, you take away all stress, and that we can stand here tonight, and we can be built and grounded and built up in our faith, founded on the word of God. We shall not be moved. 
We will move forward tonight. And God, I thank you that your Holy Spirit is already speaking to each one of us about areas of breaking through, that we're moving forward. We are advancing. We are taking that promised land that you've already bought for. We're moving in. We're going forward. Thank you, Father. We all pray together and everyone shouted, Amen. Go ahead and be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. When I think of that verse, by my God, I have run through a troop. And by my God, I leap over a wall. I see a picture of advancing. Amen. Praise God we're not stagnant. Praise God we're not going backwards, but we're moving forward. We're pressing forward. That means that we have some energy. That means we have a focus, and that means we have a goal. That also means that we care. We're not apathetic, amen, and we're not lethargic. We're not distracted, but we're soldiers, amen? So this, this verse says we can run through a troop. That means we're defeating the enemy, and we can agree with God that the enemy is defeated, and we can leap over obstacles that are in our way. By my God, I'm going to leap over a wall, and we can move mountains. So I believe tonight that we're breaking through to even more of what Jesus has purchased for us already. A land full of promises. A land full of miracles. Even today, to think that heaven came down and glory filled my soul. We've been able to pull heaven down. He came down to bring us up. It's uh, breaking through to prosperity. Like, could you believe some of those words that that little one prayed? I don't even know if I could repeat all that. But, but that God, his plan is to prosper us. And aren't we tonight in agreement with God's word that he says everything that we set our hands to do is prospering and is successful? We haven't always felt that way, but we know it's true that we, everything we touch is prospering and is successful. We're breaking through to healthy relationships. Maybe it's uh, victory in families. And some of you know I'm praying for some nieces and nephews that are on drugs and addictions and immoral lifestyles and, um, you know, just, just standing for them to break through suddenly. Praise God for suddenlies. That suddenly that these people are born again. So you know me, I like to give the sermon in eight words before I start. So the sermon tonight in eight words. We are breaking through to our promised land. <laughs> Hallelujah, you're the God of the breakthrough. We're breaking through to our promised land. <clears throat> so um, let's go ahead and I want to turn to a portion of scripture. And it's Psalm 44. When we ask God for direction, he answers us. And a great way to do that is just open our Bible every day. And this is just even an example of tonight that there's so many topics that come to each one of us. Like, what's on the heart of God? What does God want us to hear tonight? And one of my favorite topics is breakthrough. And, but you kind of want to know, hey, God, is this... Is this what's in season for the hour? And so I read earlier in the week Psalm 44, and I'm going to read it out of the New Living, which is, I don't, is that the New Living? But that's fine. So anyway, verse 1 says, Oh God, we have heard it with our own ears. Our ancestors have told us all you did in their day. Isn't that what we want to focus on? All that God does. You drove out the pagan nations. It says with your power, you gave all the land to our ancestors. It says, you know, just such an emphasis on God. You crushed their enemies. You set our ancestors free. Verse 3 says, they did not conquer the land with their swords. It was not their own strong arm that gave them victory. It was your right hand and your strong arm. And this translation says, and the blinding light from your face. Oh, Lord, let your face shine upon us. And it was your face, your shining face that helped them, for you loved them. Verse 4, you are my king and my God. You command victories for Israel. Praise God. Say, God's commanding victories. 
for his children. He's commanding victories for us tonight because he loves us. Verse 5, only by your power, is this the same, same type of message we're seeing from 2 Samuel? It's only by your power can we push back our enemies. Praise God for his power that works within us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Verse 5 says, only in your name. Let's shout out the name of Jesus. Jesus. Let's say his name two more times. Jesus. Jesus. Only in your name can we trample our foes. Hallelujah. Our foes are trampled in the name of Jesus. Verse 6 is a declaration. I do not trust in my bow. I'm not going to rely on my flesh. I'm not going to rely on any ability that I have. Not that I am sufficient of myself to think of anything as of myself, but my sufficiency, my adequacy, my competency is from the Lord. It is the anointing that breaks the yokes and that we depend only on your power, O God, only in your name. I do not trust in my bow. I do not count on my sword to save me. Verse 7, you are the one who gives victory over the enemies. You disgrace those who hate us. I love how this ends too. Oh God, we give you glory. How long? All day long we can praise him. All day long we can live in worship. All day long we can lift up the name of Jesus. And his praise stills the avenger. All day long we can live in the benefits. And this translation says, we give you glory all day long and constantly praise your name, Jesus. So we can't trust in ourselves. Praise God. We can trust in Jesus. And I thought it was neat, too, that like last week, too, Pastor Dave preached about, and he mentioned it this morning, too, about getting unstuck. And to me, this is just, you know, it's just another step of that. It's getting unstuck, breaking through. So God of the breakthrough. Breakthrough is a noun defined as a military movement or an advance. All the way through the enemy's front line of defense. Okay, I'm just, I, I like to get a picture of this. I just thought you to get a picture. It's a military movement or advance. We're moving forward, amen? But it's all the way through the enemy's front line defense. No demon in hell can hold us back from the high call of God that is in Christ Jesus. No bad habit, no generational curse, no feelings of inferiority, no thoughts of obscurity can hold us back from all that God has planned. No, none of that can hold us back from our destiny, from the high call of God. Aren't you glad he said it's a high call? A high call of God in Christ Jesus. A breakthrough is an act of removing an obstruction or a restriction. How about all the excuses? How about the sermon where it says, well, I can't do that. I'm too shy. I can't do that. I'm too young. I can't do that. I'm too old. I can't do that. I'm too poor. I can't do that because of my background. There is no excuse in God because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke and the river flows. So it's an overcoming of a stalemate. Praise God. Tonight, we're overcoming stalemates. We're getting up and getting on and moving forward. It's a significant development. A breakthrough is a significant development or achievement. Praise God for significant developments or achievements. I just want to say tonight, I believe it comes in little things. There's a lot of times, even this week, there was just little things that happened that were confirming God is with me and we're moving forward. Therefore, there remains a rest for the people of God and we can, we can allow him, to, we can be in a position to allow him to move in our lives, to work through others, in others' lives. And a breakthrough removes barriers and improves our progress. Now, those were just out of the dictionary. But praise God, shall we say thank you, Lord, that with God's help, we're going to improve our progress tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please just stop and think as we go along through, as we just think again and again about breakthrough. Is there something in your life? Is there... Maybe it's like, a, maybe it's a cousin. I'm just, you know, just saying it could be something like, who would think, oh, yes, a cousin is the most important thing in my mind. But, you know, God knows. But a breakthrough for a cousin or something in your life, just as the Holy Spirit is moving here tonight, that we will go from here and know that God is breaking through. That breakthrough is something that he has paid for. 
we're going to break through the enemy's lines and break through barriers. I just want to read a few things I've read in the past, actually, about God. And, but it's things that, about how supernatural he is. And so as these things are um, spoken out loud, just get, get pictures in your mind about, about him, about how amazing he is, about how supernatural the things that he does. We serve the God who brought fire down from heaven and caused Mount Carmel to burn up after being soaked with four large pails of water. And they said, do it again and again, do it three times. We serve a God who made a dry path through the Red Sea and caused the water to stand up like two walls. Selah, stop and think about it. We serve a God who caused a steady flow of oil from a small cruise until all of the jars in the house were full. Think of all those jars in that house. And the oil kept running and the oil kept pouring until there weren't any more jars to fill. We serve a supernatural God. We serve a God who took two fish and five loaves of bread, and you know the story, and by giving thanks, multiplied them and distributed them out and fed over 5,000 people. Just think of all those loaves of bread. Think of all those fish. He is a supernatural God. He says to us tonight, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And just a few chapters over, maybe it's a couple verses over, he says, There is nothing too hard for me. That's what our supernatural God says. Breaking through, he made an axe head float in the water. He set a bush on fire and it never burned up. He's the God who caused the walls of the city to fall down with people shouting. Well, let's raise up a shout right now. Hallelujah. The walls are coming down. Hallelujah. He's the God who put money in a fish's mouth in order to pay the bills. That had to be a fun day to see that fish and get that mouth pried open. And there's a coin. I bet you would have liked that, Jordan Vanderbush. Or wait, maybe you're a hunter, not a fisherman. But just think of that, getting that, seeing that coin in a fish's mouth. He's the God who called a dead man out of the grave three days after the man's funeral. We know the story. But Selah, think about it. He is the God of wonders. You are the God of the incredible. You are the God of beautiful things. And we could go on and on about all God does. But, you know, I remember back in 2000, August 2000, actually, we had been out to a conference out in Portland, Oregon. And I knew that breakthrough was coming again. You know, breakthrough comes again and again in our life. Breaking through. How many can think right now of something that God did a breakthrough for you? Well, we all can. Amen? And whether it's our salvation, light shattering the darkness, or our loved ones uh, getting saved. But I began to write this down in 2000. I got to thinking about that. That's 12 years ago now, almost. Oh, yeah, 11. Oops. Me and geography and math. Okay, right, Christy? <laughs> Thank you, Crystal. My life has been changed from glory to glory. I have received the divine, the supernatural, the life-giving, come on, the mind-altering, sin-snapping, joy-filled, boredom-breaking, poverty-halting, renewing impartation of the Holy Spirit through the liberating power of the Almighty God. I'm now forever free, everyone shout free, free, from the syndrome of smallness because of your greatness. Thank you, Jesus. And I've seen that happening over the last 11 years, <laughs> that um, life is not boring. Praise the name of Jesus. We believe God for breakthrough tonight. Let's look at Joshua 18, where Joshua asked the children of Israel a question in verse 3, but let's read verses 1 through 3. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Now the land was under the Israel, Israelite control. The entire community of Israel gathered at Shiloh and set up the tabernacle. Verse 2, but there remained seven tribes. Now, Selah, stop and think about this. Maybe I better read it off of this one. The land was, and there remained among the children of Israel seven tribes, and this is the part here, which had not yet received their inheritance. Seven tribes which had not yet received their inheritance. And Joshua said to the children of Israel, 
And let's just ask ourselves this same question tonight. How long are you slack to go to possess the land? It says, which the Lord God of your fathers, is it past tense? Or is it already? It's, it's already given. Which the Lord God has given you. How long are you slack to go possess your land? How long am I willing just to sit here? King James is, says, how long are you slack to go possess your land? But another translation says, how long are you going to wait before taking possession of the remaining land? Do we have some land yet to occupy? There's all kinds of directions this could go, but I, I know the Holy Spirit is going to make it personal just for you, that you can go and occupy some new territory. And we will declare tonight that we are slack no longer. Slack to me is just laid back, indifferent, we don't care. But that land has already been given, which the Lord your God has given you. Isn't that amazing? That he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Um, let me share another inspiring story, and then we'll just stop and ask some questions. We'll ask ourselves some questions and see what the Holy Spirit brings up. But this was also interesting, too. Pastor Dave preached on the, the storms, the wind and the storms, and that is the main portion of what I wanted to talk about tonight, too. And I thought, Lord, thank you how you work. Because <laughs> when, you know, in the council of two or three, there's safety. And so the Holy Spirit is really wanting to say to us tonight that there's similar principles. His, his point was to be calm, and um, we'll go ahead and read about the wind and the wave obeying Jesus in Luke 8 and verse 22 through 26. I'll read through the portion first. Now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples. And this, the key verse in this portion of Scripture is this next part. In verse 22, he said to them, Jesus said to them, let's cross over to the other side of the lake. To me, I'm seeing the same thing. Let's cross over. Let's go possess our land. And they launched out. But you know the story. As they sailed, <clears throat> Jesus fell asleep. Love this story. A windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filled with water, and they were in jeopardy. And they came to him, you heard it this morning, and woke him up saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Jesus got up. He rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and there was a calm. Isn't that a beautiful word? There was a calm. But he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid, and they marveled, and they said to one another, Who can this be? He even commands the winds and the water, and they obey him. And verse 26 I'm just going to um, abbreviate it here. Verse 26 says, they arrived. So Jesus said, let's cross over to the other side. And the end of the story, the good news is that they arrived. And again, God of the breakthrough, Jesus said to his disciple, let's, let's cross over to the other side. He's saying that to us tonight too. He's saying that to me tonight. Let's cross over to the other side. Or let's go. You want to go? Should we get moving? Should we move on? Should we get a new view? Should we take some new territory? Amen, amen. So Jesus says it's time to launch out, but we might be thinking, yeah, but a storm may come. We might think God is sleeping. Maybe we think that tonight. Like God just really seems like you're sleeping. I know the word of God says otherwise, but it doesn't seem like you're moving. But God is always moving. Uh, Samson's hair was growing, even when you couldn't see it grow. We might be thinking, it's terrifying to get out in that boat. But the truth is, like I said, the good news is we will arrive. We're moving forward. We're moving forward as a body. Could the place that we're in be called the place of almost, where we're tired? And we'll go back to this story too. But that place where we're, almost to the other side. 
that place where we're almost breaking through? How about we've almost finished that project that's been on our mind? I'm just going to put some things out here, just things that God even cares about breaking through. We almost completed that project. We almost have a good marriage. Boy, we can take some steps forward. And God is the God of the breakthrough. How about if we almost volunteered to teach that Sunday school class? Just about did it. Almost, King, King Agrippa said, thou persuadest me. We almost went and visited that lonely neighbor. Almost broke through. We almost got those bills paid. We almost spent more time with loved ones. Almost joined the gym. Right, Pastor Dave? We almost did something fun. We almost stepped out in faith and prayed for the sick. We almost spent time in prayer. And how about this thing coming up in April with a soul winning in uh, heaven and hell on April 13th? How about almost being a soul winner? No, the Bible says he who wins souls is wise. And we can be praying now that we, we don't have to look back after April 13th and say, oh, I wish I would have prayed about that, or I wish I would have thought of someone to invite. No, we don't have to live in almost, where we're, we're almost there. We're still in the bell. We're uh, seeing the winds and the waves, but we're, we haven't crossed over to the other side. No, tonight we're, we're going to the other side, and we shall arrive. We shall be soul winners, or whatever it is on your heart. We shall break through. We're, tonight we decide. We make a decision tonight that we are breaking through, and we are arriving. If we're still on this side and we want to get to the other side, be encouraged because I love this phrase that uh, we've, it's not original, but it's, there's so much truth in it. We serve the God of the breakthrough. He's not only the burden-removing Savior, but he's the yoke-destroying Lord. Selah, stop and think about it. Burden-removing burden Savior. He forgives our sins. Yoke-destroying Lord. He sets us free. So to me, he sets us free from all those things like almost. I almost did it. I almost gave a testimony. You won't believe how many times people come up and say, you know, I almost gave a, 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 a word, but I just wasn't sure. Hey, how about let's just risk it? How, how about let's just be people of faith and just say it and tell it and speak it and preach it and stand up and shout it and do it? Amen. <laughs> and I believe I'm talking to a group of people who do that. But we're breaking through from the land of almost into our land of promise. We don't have to be shy any longer. We don't have to, to uh, hold back because we have received power when the Holy Spirit has come upon us and we are witnesses to Jerus in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the... Now that's a big God. And there's a big God that lives and resides in each one of us, in you and in I. So we're, we want to unleash that power. Let the river flow. Let the streams flow. That was an awesome Sunday school class that we heard this morning, too, uh, from Deb, Pastor Deb, Deb Callsbeck this morning, and you can get that on tape, too. We can, we can break through, and we can get there. We can arrive on the other side. So let's go back then to verse 22 in Luke 8. When Jesus said, let's go over to the other side, look what happens in the boat. They launch forth, right? How many of you have started? Maybe you've taken a step towards your breakthrough. Have you done that? Nod your head. Lots of heads nodding. Yeah. They, they started out, they took action. That means they had a plan, right? They set a goal and a destination, so to speak. They launched forth. They had to get in the boat and get moving before anything new happened. That took some faith. Do we know where we want to go? What's our other side? They're going over to the other side. Where do we want to go? What's our dream? I'm just thinking about, you know, life. Praise God, we have life. We can choose. We can make so many choices with what we want to do with it. What is our dream? What, what is our destination? What's our vision? If somebody came up and said to you, what's your vision, say, for 2011? 
Praise God for vision. We can write things down and run with it. Maybe it's something that doesn't even seem that spiritual. Like, you know, some people say, like, I want to go to the mountains or um, I want to go on a cruise to Alaska. You know, those are just natural things. But do we have some visions? I met with a young pastor's wife some time back, and uh, she had written down a hundred goals and visions and areas in her life that she wanted to break through. One of her husband's was something about a garden, you know. I can't even remember right now, but, um, you know, maybe you want to have more flowers in your garden. I have some visions this spring. I always have visions each spring in my mind of how I see my flower garden. (laughs) And faith shall come to sight. (laughs) And you in the front row, you be silenced. He'll start talking about weeds. What is our vision? What is our goal? Of course, the most important thing is is people and knowing that we're whole so that we can touch other lives and help other people be made whole. We are complete in Jesus, who is the Godhead bodily. So our desire will remain unfulfilled. This is a... Just a thought that I have. Our desire will remain unfulfilled until we make a plan to move forward. Until we take the next step. Amen? To do what we need to do to bring us closer to our vision. You know, it's God, he's the God of the breakthrough, but we need to be in position. Amen? We have to have our light burning. We have to have oil in our lamp. We need to be energized. We need to think right. We need to be positive, and we need to be thankful people. Amen? Focusing on what God has done. Focusing on who he is, the, the glory and the lifter up of our head. So back to verse uh, 23 in Luke 8. They were out in the boat. They were on their way to the other side. They sailed. Jesus fell asleep, and a storm came. So once we're out in our boat, let's just say tonight we're out in our boat. We're out in the waters. We're on our way to the breakthrough. Is it going to be smooth sailing always to the other side? Have any of you had any storms in your life? Some storms may come. The same thing might happen when we get in our boat. You know, we launch out. We think, well, Lord, I'm doing what you said to do. And, you know, maybe we're confused. We can't figure it all out. Maybe we're terrified like the disciples were. We're acting in faith. We feel that we're in danger, and we think God must be sleeping. And verse 24, I'm just kind of repeating here just to get up. panoramic view (laughs) of the story. The disciples came to Jesus and woke him up saying, Master, we perish. The disciples were moving ahead. They were believing to get to the other side, but the boat filled with water. Jesus said to them, where's your faith? He rebuked the wind and the raging water and the wind and the waves cease. And there came that calm. They sailed to the country of the Gadarenes, the opposite of Galilee. And let's all say together, and they arrive. Let's say that again, and they arrive. My prayer tonight is for all of us that we're going to arrive to our land and we're going to reach the other side. Uh, I believe I do have a prophetic word here tonight, and um, I've written this down. Some in here are bored, unfulfilled, and think this is the way it's always going to be for you. But God has more in store for you. I just want to say that out loud again. God has more in store for you. God has more in store for you. Isn't he, he, doesn't, isn't he always saying there's more? God has more in store for you. He's got more in store for you. God has more in store for you. God has more in store for you. Some, this is continuing with uh, prophetic words, some have been held back by enemies that have kept you small in your thinking, limited in your productivity, and empty on the inside, defeated on the outside. Tonight, the Lord is declaring, and we're in agreement with him, a loosing of the old and a birthing of the new, the fresh, the exciting things that God has in store. Tonight, we can launch forth. We're in that boat, but praise God, we're launching forth, and we are free tonight from frustration and free from lack. So, Father, we just thank you tonight. I just want to thank the Lord for... The, 
provision that you give us. And Lord, that you're the God of the breakthrough. And we give you permission tonight in our hearts to move in our lives and to move tonight to break through in the lives of all the people that we know and love, breakthroughs in our life, that places where we have felt stagnant. Thank you, Jesus, that the light is standing back the darkness. And uh, the darkness doesn't comprehend it, but the light moves and truth wins in the name of Jesus. Let's just look at a couple other verses in Deuteronomy 2. This is kind of similar to um, the, the one about the, one I, the last one that I just read, but let's read. Um, I'll just go with verse 3, actually. Uh, Deuteronomy 2, the desert years. I guess I'll go with 1 through 3. Then we turned and took our journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea, as the Lord directed me. And for many days we journeyed around Mount Seir. Verse 2, and then at last the Lord said to me, you have been wandering around in this hill country long enough. Turn north. So I want to read this out of the, this is probably the King James. And the Lord spoke to me saying, you've gone, you've compassed this mountain long enough. What mountain are you walking around? What mountain have you been around? Have you been, have you been around the same mountain again and again? But here now the Lord says, turn north. <laughs> I don't know what north is in your life, but praise God. Lord, we're going to turn north and conquer the land. Hallelujah. Just turn. Do something new. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Remember that one, Pastor Dave? Hallelujah. Let's just stop and think about what the Lord... Lord, what do you say and teach one of us tonight? Just drop something. And Lord, surprise us. Oh, it just could be something just totally not on your radar screen, but it's on the Holy Spirit's radar screen. I want to say a few more things about breakthrough and run through a troop. For by thee I run through a troop. By my God I leap over a wall. Can you see yourself leaping? Can you see yourself running? I told Angela I ran part of the way on the track at the up there and she goes mom I can't even picture you running <laughs> but let's picture ourselves running by my God I run through a troop I leap over a wall run is to break through for whatever reason it's to rush come on let's get up and get going it's to divide speedily. It's to run through. It's that beautiful balance of resting in the Lord, and, but running forward. Just that beautiful balance. And it says to divide speedily. Come on, let's get it done. By my God, I run through for whatever reason. By my God, I leap over a wall. Leap is to spring free. Let's spring free, amen, from a surface. Spring free over an obstacle to jump, to rise above, to move suddenly upward, to move forward. So what troop or enemy are we facing? What wall is in front of us that we want to leap over? Praise God. He's the God of the breakthrough. I'm just going to touch real briefly on some verses of breaking through. Colossians 1, and um, I, I did not give these, so they won't be up there, but I'm just going to touch them really quickly. We broke through, Colossians 1, 12 through 3, we broke through from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light when we were born again. Praise God for that breakthrough. We were translated out of darkness. We got a new bloodline, amen? We got a new family and we got a new father. And we broke through from the kingdom of darkness and broke into that light. John 1, 5 says, the light broke through the darkness and the darkness overpowered it. Light shines in darkness, and darkness can't even figure out what's going on. But all we know is the light is shine, and the, the world looks a lot more colorful. John, 1 John 1, 9 says, God's forgiveness breaks through judgment. And that's the verse when we confess our sins, he's faithful and just. But we confess our sins, and all of a sudden, forgiveness breaks through where there was unforgiveness, where the, the power of sin held us. And uh, there's some other, so many other verses that talk about that. But uh, I just praise God that we can tonight, I'm just going to just ask the Holy Spirit again just to speak to each one of us and um, to set new goals. Wouldn't you rather be busy than bored? 
I, I remember uh, times when I used to feel bored, and I thought, you know, praise God, he, there's nothing boring. Oh, here's something else that I thought about regarding that. God helps us change how we think. Let's break out of the routine of the mundane, the unsatisfied, the apathetic, business as usual, ho-hum, complacent, indifferent, predictable, quesera, sera, laid back, boring, dull, and empty mindsets. And let's get our minds continually renewed by the Word of God and changing our thinking. Our daily goals used to be Maybe it used to be like, well, I got to get this done, I got to get that done. But how about now at the top of the list, let's uh, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, and heal the sick. Amen. Let's get that at the top of our list. Let's get at the top of our list, winning souls for Jesus Christ at the top of our list, having a connection with the Most High God and seeing people's lives change and helping them to break through to their promised land. So <clears throat> there's so much more that we could talk about here, but I'm, what I'm feeling is that, well, like I said, we want to be in a position to uh, be in the right place for our breakthrough and to, um, like if there's winds or if there's storms, just say, you know, be still and take steps to get to the other side. But if I could have someone... Help me with these. I think there's probably enough for everyone, but this is just a really neat reading. Thank you so much. And as we're going ahead and having this passed out, is there any, did anyone have a thought come to them? Just an area where you would really like to see breakthrough. You can just raise your hand. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Father. This is a beautiful declaration that goes along with God being the God of the breakthrough and some declarations that are our part. So I think it'd be good if we'd stand up and read this. And if you didn't get a copy, uh, go ahead and share with someone beside you. But let's just continue to be in agreement with God and just know that with God there's nothing impossible. Let's read together. I am a part of the fellowship of the unashamed. I have the power. I have the Holy Spirit power. The die has been cast. I have stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, or be still. My past is redeemed, my presence makes sense, and my future is secure. I am finished and done with low living, sight walking, small planning, smooth knees, colorless dreams, tame visions, mundane talking, chintzy giving, and dwarf goals. I no longer need preeminence, prosperity, position, promotions, plaudits, or popularity. I don't have to be right, first, tops, recognized, praised, regarded, or rewarded. I now live by presence, learn by faith, love by patience, lift by prayer, and labor by power. My pace is set. My gate is fast. My goal is heaven. My road is narrow. My way is rough. My compassion is few. My guide is reliable. My mission is clear. I cannot be bought, compromised, deterred, lured away, turned back, deluded, or delayed. I will not flinch in the face of sacrifice, hesitate in the presence of adversity, negotiate at the table of the enemy, ponder at the pool of popularity, or meander in the maze of mediocrity. I won't give up, back up, let down, shut up until I preached up, prayed up, paid up, and stored up, and stayed up for the cause of Christ. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. 
I must go until he returns, give till I drop, preach until I'll know, work until he comes, and when he comes to get his own, he will have no problem recognizing me, my colors will be clear, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. Let's shout a praise to the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you again, Lord, for your power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we can be in this place. And God, we just thank you right now, again, that you're the God of the breakthrough. Father, as we close in prayer, everyone just go ahead and just get, commit to the Lord that thought that you had, a person, an area of your life, some, some desire that you have, a vision, a goal, or a dream. Just put it before the Lord. And Father, we thank you that you see every heart here. You know our desires and that you're the God of the breakthrough. And we believe tonight that there's an anointing for breakthroughs for every one of us in every one of our lives. We are breaking through. We're crossing over to the other side. And we arrive. We thank you for it, Jesus. Thank you for answers. Encourage everyone here tonight, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everyone being built up and divine protection. We all pray in Jesus' name. Everyone said, Amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.